What's wrong with me? Why don't I have a boyfriend? Why can't I find someone? Why did he pick her? Why did he dump me? Why did he end up with her? Do I have to be the girl next door? These are some of the things that used to go through my head when I was single. Before I was in a toxic relationship, in between toxic relationship and meeting my husband, Ryan. And these are some of the things I'm going to dive into on this podcast series. So welcome to the Success Codes podcast. My name is Melinda Van Fleet, if you don't know that. And I'm grateful you are here today. I really, really intend for this content to help so many of my single friends and connections out there that have masculine energy, that are successful businesswomen, and quite frankly, it can be a man out there or a couple that listens to this, there you're probably going to find something relatable in this, whoever you are and in whatever journey, because I'm going to cover such a wide range of things in this series that it will blow your mind. And I'm grateful you are here. So let's dive in. In today's podcast, I want to share why I have never (laughs) talked about this before, because I think that's really important. And I think that this alone is helpful in terms of content creation and understanding how some things align with the universe and with our experience and our lessons. And it's crazy to me, actually, when I think about it, like how, how much content I have created since 2019 when I started my first podcast, which was called the Good Karma Success Code Podcast. And yeah, that I never talked about this. So when this bubbled up again and hit me in the face again, even more fierce, and I was able to help someone this week by having a client session I was like, you know what? I do need to start to talk about this. So let me back up. I am 52 years old, and my husband Ryan and I have been together for almost 17 years. I think almost married for almost 17 years. And we met very quickly and met on Match.com and got engaged like two months later, not even, I think we met like his birthday was like December 14th. I think we met on December 16th. Yeah. We got engaged on Valentine's day. So two, two months later and moved in immediately. And I'm going to share the whole process of that in another podcast, but I just wanted to share some context on the fact that I have authority, credibility, and believability, thank you Dave Lorenzo for those words, to share on this, which actually is one of the reasons why actually I wasn't sharing about this. And that is because so many other coaches out there talk about masculine and feminine energy and it would always make my skin crawl when I would listen or read their content because I always felt like their content was from a narrow lens, a very young lens, like they got married when they're in their 20s and they were sharing then when they were like 32. (laughs) And I was always like, you have no experience. 
So in my head, I was like, you have no experience and you're calling yourself an expert. And it would just drive me crazy. And I was very careful that I didn't want to be that person too. I didn't want someone to listen to my content or read my content and be like, well, who the fuck does she think she is? She doesn't know my story. And I felt such a huge amount of compassion. And this is such a really big topic for single, I'm just gonna say single women. But again, if you're a man and you're struggling with this, I'm, you know, please just forgive the, the pronouns I'm using. I'm, I'm just going to use women just to keep it simple. If you're a single woman out there and you're struggling with this, it is painful. And I just feel you. And I don't feel that if you got married in your 20s, you have the same amount of pain that someone who's older has. It's just more elevated. It's more escalated. And you've kissed so many more frogs, which just adds to all the questions that go round and round in your mind that I said at the beginning of this podcast. You know, why not me? Why isn't it working out? Why can't I find someone? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? It's like such the, a huge, huge question of like, I would ask myself all the time, like, what's wrong with me? And so because I was so triggered by all this other content and triggered from the lens of like, in my opinion, why did, were they calling themselves an expert? They were far from an expert. And so, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to just be quiet. This stems back to when I was in my 20s, my late 20s, so like late 90s, like 1999, I dated a guy named Jim. So I was like 29. And I remember going out to dinner with my family, with my mom and my dad. They were still together at the time. And this guy, Jim, and I liked him. I was so happy to have a boyfriend and I liked him, but I wasn't in love, but I liked him well enough. Nice guy, super cute, about the same age. And I'd met him at an Ohio State tailgate um, in Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio. It's just so easy to meet guys. It was because at the time, you know, there was just lots of bars and restaurants and bands and Ohio State tailgates were super fun. It was just easy to meet, easy to meet people, easy to meet guys. And I marched up to the hostess station when we got to the restaurant, just my normal self. I just marched right up to the hostess station and I was like, table for four. It was like a pizza place or something. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just being myself. And my mom like looked at me with her tone and in her way, which was very like a knife cutting through your soul. She said, you're never going to meet a man if you act like that. And that just sent this whole pattern of like doubt and fear and shame like through my body. And it stuck with me for a very long time. And it was a very, very, very hard thing to unravel and learn to be myself and get out of that pattern that I then had after that for several years of trying to change and trying to be someone else. And it doesn't work, people. It doesn't fucking work. You have to be yourself. So this podcast series is going to be centered around that. It's going to be centered around, like, what are the steps that I took that I can share that I know work in general in manifestation? 
So it just ends up being like manifestation 101. And share that and share that from the lens of not only like teaching if you don't know some of these steps, but also giving you some hope and some inspiration and take some pressure off. The pressure we put on ourselves to find the perfect man, and we're going to talk about that too, is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So many of us do it. And I definitely did it too. And one of the things I had been manifesting was I wanted to be married before I was 35. And those are one of the things I'd put out there. <laughs> and I got married to Ryan. Well, I, legally, like at the courthouse, it was like March 2nd. But then our wedding in in the flesh, um, well, both, both were equal in my opinion, especially because my sister and her first husband were at our courthouse wedding. So that was very, very special to me. Um, sorry. But the in-person wedding too is, you know, often the ones that people view because that's even more pictures or whatever, however you want to put it. So that was March 29th. So all together, regardless, I was married a month before my 35th birthday. And so that happened. It happened. And these things can happen for you too. These things can happen for you too. No matter how hard your journey is and how painful it is, you can still find someone that you are meant to be with, that is your partner, that is your soulmate, that you love, that is your best friend. Is it going to be perfect all the fucking time? No, it's not, people. It's not. It's really not. I love Ryan with all my heart, but is every day perfect? Oh, no, it's certainly not. And I've said that many times. I've never, ever, ever lied about that. I've never sugarcoated that. And these people that put out there that their husband's so perfect, well, if that's true, good for you. Um, So many women live in glass houses which then causes the shame when they find out that their husband is cheating on them or lying or gambling or a closet alcoholic. I have had friends that have had closet alcoholic husbands. It seems so like, really? But yes, that is true too. Drug addicts, um, so many things. And we put, again, we put this pressure on ourselves. The other reason why I haven't spoken up on this topic is quite frankly because I'm a mama bear about my husband, (laughs) to my husband. And I wrote about being a mama bear personality in my first book, Confidence Mastery for Couples. And if you don't know this about me, I have two books that I wrote in 2020. They're both on Amazon in paperback, ebook, and Audible. And the Audible's in my voice. I recorded them professionally in a studio in Miami, Elite Studio. And so you can go to Amazon and go in the search bar and put in Melinda Van Fleet, and they will both pop up. They are both shorter reads. They are both memoir slash personal development. They are books that you can read um, at the beach, on the bus, on the subway, at the pool, on a plane ride. They're just kind of fun, easy, light reads, a little bit of my humor, and definitely all packed with stories. Stories and lessons and tips. And the feedback I hear most often is just, it created a lot of aha moments with something that was relatable. And that was my purpose. My purpose was to unload a lot of this from my brain and 
just provide some type of like relatable stories because there's so much out there. So fill your boots. This isn't a sales advertisement for my books because quite frankly, as a self-published author, you don't make that much money. So <laughs> so unless you're going to do like the whole book thing like Alex Hermosi did a couple weeks ago, kudos to him when you have like hardback books and you package them together, three for whatever he did, like a hundred bucks and you give a hat, like that's really how you can make money in the book world nowadays and you just ship them out of your own warehouse. But uh, yeah, that's not what I did. So <laughs> maybe someday I'll do something like that. I have ideas in the future. But yeah, so this isn't like a book advertisement. It, I, again, I don't make much money, but I want people to read them. If you, you're called to read them and you like to read books or listen to them on Audible, definitely fill your boots and I'll have more of these stories. And you'll get some information faster than I unveil them in the podcast. And I'm also going to probably share in my YouTube once a week, I do a YouTube video, so subscribe to my YouTube channel. And then I also always share nuggets Monday through Friday on Instagram and Facebook in the stories. And then once in a while, I do a, a recap on Saturdays. I'm going to do a recap today for last week's stories about Ahai and human design. But um, so definitely like follow me in those places so you can get more nuggets on this topic because often I then listen to my podcast and I go, oh, I... I wish I would have said this, and it's just a little nugget, so I add it into the Instagram and Facebook stories or into the YouTube video. So the other thing I want to say when I said, you know, why, why wasn't I sharing is, you know, this was all behind me. So once I wrote the books, I really just felt it was behind me and I didn't want to bring it up in regards to being a mama bear and having Ryan like have to read any content about my past and he knows that he knows everything but it's like why bring it up to your husband you know it's like why put things in people's faces if it's just done um so I, I'm just protective of him and our relationship in that way you know he's kind of a sensitive person, which we're going to talk about in a second. And I just didn't feel the need to do that. But with this topic continuing to be slapping me in the face, it's time for me to own it in terms of sharing more. And that is why I'm here. I'm here. I'm a master teacher. I'm here to help the lighthouses I'm here to help the people that just want to feel better in their life, have more peace, have more joy. That's why I'm here. And so I, I will be talking about this topic that was extremely, extremely painful for me. The first thing I want to share in this podcast that I think is really important as we start to dive into the material is all of us have lived hundreds of lives, thousands of lives. If you're not fully aware of that listening to this podcast, if you think this is just your one life and that's it, you you go to the cemetery, you get buried, you go to heaven and there's a man on a, a big throne, I guess you could say, and that's God and God's going to tell you if you're going to heaven or hell, like you've been going to church for way too long. You need to like really snap out of it. That does not exist. We all have lived thousands, hundreds of lives. So our souls 
have been through thousands and hundreds of lives. That's what has lived. You know, our human bodies were just here in this meat bag. And our souls have a gender. My soul is masculine. My husband's soul is feminine. Now, for anyone out there, if you've ever met my husband or even seen a picture, he is certainly not a feminine guy. I'm not saying anything negative if someone has a, a more feminine husband or boyfriend because they exist too, like in terms of like appearance. <laughs> like, and I just mean like, my husband's a smelly dude. He's a, he's a charter boat captain. He's a fisherman. I have to like tell him some days, can you please take a shower? Like seriously, cut your nails. Like, and it's not from like having a manicured nails. It's just that they're just long. Like cut your nails, dude. Like go shave. Like this is like smelly, dirty boy husband. Like, oh my God. So if you were to look at my husband, you would never think like he's feminine because if you're not you're not thinking about our souls right you're just thinking about appearances you're making like a judgment on appearance but deep down he has more feminine qualities than I do he's more sensitive which is why I protect him which is why I'm the mom bear I protect him and sometimes he's just fucking nicer than me (laughs) It's just true. We're both compassionate. We both love people. That's not what I'm saying, but he's just like a little more on that edge. At the same time, he's extremely spacey, 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 spacey. And that's actually in his human design chart. Literally. I don't remember exactly what gate and channel it is, but it's in there. Like uh, when I studied his human design chart, I was like, oh my God, it actually says you're spacey. (laughs) And he is, he's spacey and I'm just a take action girl I am a generator I am an Aries I am 51 gene key I like take action I three five like all the things I'm a masculine soul so why I'm sharing this with you and why you should care is because if you're not aware of what your soul is and really grounded in that I'm challenging you to take your time to think about that and do that. And this is something that we can talk about in a one-on-one session, or you can book a soul reading with my very good friend, Deborah Lupien, and I'll put the information in the show notes. I have known this intuitively, but years ago, I think it was 2019, I had my first soul reading with uh, Deborah. Well, I only had one. It's just a one and done thing. Um, but it's very good. And she told me, and I remember on the Zoom, I remember her face. I remember her hesitation to tell me that I had a masculine soul. I think she was like kind of nervous to tell me that because I look very girly girl. Like I like pink and I have this big blonde hair and I wear makeup and jewelry and lipstick and all the things. Do my nails. And she was like, you have a masculine soul. And I was like, yeah, I know that. Yep. Mm, yep. No, I know it. And then when she told Ryan, who's again, a dirty fisherman guy, smelly, that he had a feminine soul, he was like, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I heard it and I was like, yep, I believe that. So you cannot change your energy. That is my energy frequency. That is my energy frequency. So we talk about being in alignment with our frequency and there's Facebook memes and all the things and quotes and all the shit that people spew out there on the internet 
that is what your frequency is. You can't change that. So you can think you're going to try to change that, but you're not really going to change that. So in this episode, I really want you to think about that and get grounded to that. Because if you're not grounded to that and you're not thinking about that, like you're going to get to be spinning in a wheel and you're going to be trying to follow some coaches or sign up for coaching groups, uh, pay for Facebook lives, going to like Tantra things and shaking your hips all around or going to um, networking groups where they're crying or watching like speaking events and the speakers like crying like and you're gonna go oh this is not me why isn't this me should this be me should I be in the kumbaya what should I be doing oh my gosh is this why I don't have a guy it's just not you So just making more discerned choices, not from judgment, like if if that is the other person, that's fine. If you're listening to this and that's you, that's fine. I love you. I love you all the same. It's all the same. I'm just not that person. Going to those things does not appeal to me. I'm like, oh my goodness, no. But it appeals to someone who is feminine and has a feminine soul. That's perfect. That's perfect for them. That if they need the healing, it's kind of like healing circles, things like that, just don't appeal to me. But it might appeal to someone with a feminine soul. So just understanding the difference and knowing there's no right or wrong, there's no good or bad, there's no judgment in this. It just is. And then making decisions from that place, like who are you following? What what coaches are you following? Whose programs are you paying for? Why are you doing this to yourself if that's not you? Save your money too. (laughs) You'll save a lot of money in this process. You'll save a lot of time, right? And you'll save a lot of like head scratching like, oh, that didn't really feel good. Now I got all this energy of all these women crying on me. Like, oh, I don't really like that. Right? So think about that. And if you already know that you're someone who, let's say, has a masculine soul, like, know you're okay. It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Be yourself. I promise you things will work out for you. I have so much to say on this topic. I could go on and on, but I don't want these podcasts to be really long. So I'm going to cut this one here because that is a lot probably for some of you who have never thought about this before, who have never really gone, wow, this is just me. And really building like conscious awareness around this. Mm -hmm. This is step one. This is just me. This is me. And this is huge. I mean, all the other things are going to be like gravy. They're going to be like little tips and nuggets and stories and relatable things and this and that. The biggest thing is just owning who you are. That's step one. Owning who you are, like looking in the mirror and going, I am more masculine and I'm okay with that. I'm going to add one more thing, actually, that fits in conjunction with this, that uh, Christina Rice had done a master class within her paid community over the summer. And it was the funniest timing because I had thought to do a paid 
Facebook masterclass type thing right before she had done that. So it was just like interesting timing because this, again, this kept slapping me in the face as a topic. So I have to find that journal, but I wrote like three pages of content notes that I wanted to talk about in this paid masterclass. And I'm just not doing these paid masterclasses right now at this time. So it's, I'm just going to do this all for free. And you can contact me for private coaching or high sessions to work through some of this if this calls to you to work with me one-on-one. So anywho, she did a great job, unlike that other coach that I didn't feel did a great job. Christina did, a, and that was my opinion, by the way. Christina did a great job because she just approached it objectively and had done a lot of research. So she didn't approach it from this is my perfect life and you need to be like me type of vibe. She approached it more of an objective lens. And what was interesting was in that paid, in, in that um, masterclass, it was again, part of her paid community. So it's not, it's not public. So it's just um, something I'd seen once. We did an exercise of successful women and if they had masculine or feminine energy, <laughs> And let me tell you, think about it. J-Lo, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Tina Turner. Think about all the successful women politicians. If you want to think about any politician, whether you like the politician or not, doesn't matter. Think about politicians. They all have masculine energy. All of them. They all do. I, I, I couldn't think of one successful singer I, I don't know if Selena Gomez maybe has more feminine energy I, I'm not sure I mean Carol G is really popular right now I would definitely say she has masculine energy she owns it um, she owns her power like I these it's amazing it's amazing so I'm giving you an extra confidence boost because with the narrative out there I believe it completely puts doubt and shame and a sense of not uh, feeling good about yourself into the minds of women that are more masculine. And it is just wrong. We need to own our power, be proud of how God made us. God made us this way and own it and be excited. Be excited about our potential. Not try to dumb us down and dumb ourselves down and not support each other. So there you go. Think about it. So lots to think about in this podcast. Again, subscribe to my YouTube so you can get the YouTube video this week. I have pages of notes. I have so many things just coming to me sitting here, which is why I think I have to cut this podcast because it's getting muddy with all the content that's coming to me that's getting downloaded. And I need to find that other journal. So (laughs) know that I love you either way. It doesn't matter. And everything's going to work out in your favor. I promise you. Stay tuned for more. Reach out to me if you wish to work together. My books are on Amazon. Fill your boots. And let me know what you think. Thanks for listening and sharing. Bye for now.